You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast with Ari Goldwag, recorded with Hashem's never-ending assistance in Ramah B'Shem and Shizrael 5782, 2022. This week's Parsha is Parsha Titzava. At the very beginning of our Parsha, the Torah gives us the command, Vata Titzava. Hashem speaks to Moshe Rabbeinu and says to command the Jewish people to bring or create the Shem and Zayis, the special oil which was used in the menorah of the Beis HaMiglish in the temple, in the candelabra. The Medrash teaches us some really beautiful ideas connected to the oil, to the concept of the Shemen Zach, the pure olive oil that was used there. And the comparison to the Jewish people. Let us see together what the beautiful Medrash says. This is the idea behind the verse. We want to understand when we have certain concepts in the Mishkan, we have certain concepts we spoke about previously, we spoke about the Aaron, has to do with the Torah. Here we're going to see that the light of the menorah, the Zayas, the, the olive oil which was used, is also representative of the Jewish people. The verse in Jeremiah and Yermia, chapter 11, verse 16, says like this, Zayas ra'anon yefei pritay arkora Hashem shemeich. God called the name of the Jewish people a refreshing olive or olive tree, a beautiful, beautiful uh, fruit. Now, the Medrash points out, so we have here in our Psukim, and we have the reference in Yermio to the Jewish people as an olive tree or an olive. But we find that the Jewish people is referred to as other fruits as well, other fruit trees as well. Is that the only reference that we find to the Jewish people is as a, a uh, an olive tree? The Jewish people are referred to as all different types of beautiful and praiseworthy trees. Excuse me. With a Grapevine, we, we find that the Jewish people are referred to with a fig tree. Gefen tasia, the verse tells us in Tehillim, in, Tehillim, in uh, Psalms, chapter 80, verse 9, God caused the grapevine, which is a reference to, to the Jewish people, to travel from out of Egypt. Te'ena, Shnemar, we find that the Jewish people is referred to as a fig tree. Kivikura b'te'ena v'reshisa, the Pasuk in Hosea, Chapter 9, verse 10, refers to Jewish people as a, as the first of the, of the fig trees at the beginning. Jewish people are like a fig tree. Kitamar, we find the Jewish people is referred to as a date tree, as a palm tree. Shanemar, this is your height, your height, the one who is similar to a date tree. Ke'erez, we see the Jewish people is referred to as a cedar. Shanemar, ke'erez balvanon yisgeh. Like a cedar, you shall become great, you shall, shall uh, multiply. Ke'egois, we see, we're referred to as a nut tree. Shanemar al elginas egois yiradati, I went down to the garden of, of nut trees. Remind him, the Jewish people, as we saw in last week, in last week's Medrash, also, it's, the Jewish people are referred to as all kinds of different fields. Fertile fields. The Jewish people are these trees, these fields. We produce fruit. We are a place where God can be manifest in the world. But what's special 
about the fact that in our Parsha, we see the Jewish people are represented by the olive oil, by the olive tree. Why is it that Yirmiya, Jeremiah, refers to the Jewish people specifically as an olive tree? So the first concept that the Medrash teaches us is extremely important and very powerful. The first idea is that the olive is very different from other fruits. Most other fruits, you can take them off of the tree, you can enjoy them immediately. Right? It doesn't require a tremendous amount of processing. Think of a grape. Take a grape off the tree, you can eat it right away. Orange, even nuts. You have to take it out of a shell maybe. But it doesn't require a tremendous amount of processing. But the olive is different. If you want to benefit from the olive, it requires a, an extended process. When it comes to an olive, what do you do? You take it off of the tree. Then you, you're taking it off in order to beat, to beat it up, so to speak, to beat the olives. After you beat them, you bring them into the olive press, the olive area. You put them into the grinder. Then you grind them. Then you surround them with ropes, and you bring rocks. After this whole process, you put them through the grinder, you press them, you have an olive press, then the oil comes out. The fruit is released. The oil, the oil itself is the fruit, so to speak. is what we're after. The Jewish people are also like an olive. We need to produce our oil, we need to produce this product, this good thing that comes out into the world. Now, how does it get produced? So, the Jewish people come amongst the nations of the world. They are pushed from one place to another. And then they are captured, and they're placed in chains. And they're surrounded by soldiers, by enemy soldiers. What is the purpose of all this? What is the product of all of the difficulties that the Jewish people endures, just like the olive endures difficulties, so to speak? The result is that the Jewish people do tshuva. We repent. And God responds to them. Minayin. Hashem answers our prayers. We do tshuva, we call out to Hashem, and He responds to us. Like we see, when it came to Egypt, the Jewish people groaned. We also find that in the end of time, there will be tremendous difficulties for the Jewish people. We'll be pressed in an unbelievable way, in a way that's beyond description. And what's the result? But in the end, Hashem will show His compassion upon us. And the result will be that we will do tshuva, we will repent, and He will bring Mashiach, He will bring the Messiah. So, the product, the product of all of these difficulties and challenges, just like it is with the olive plant, with the olives, with the olive tree, so too, the Jewish people have to go through all of these things in order to produce that pure olive oil, which is, what is the product of the Jewish people? It's the relationship that we now have with Hashem. 
It's the fact that we've called out to Hashem. It's the fact that we've done shuv. We've repented from our sins. We've come back into the arms of Hakadosh Baruch Hu of God. So that's the first beautiful idea, very powerful idea, such an important idea because the Jewish people have faced throughout our history to this very day challenges throughout the world, amongst the nations of the world, where they push us and they press us. But the result is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is connected to us and, and is manifest through us. Davar Acher says the Medrash another understanding. Another important point, why the Jewish people are compared to olives. Says the Medrash that there's something unusual, there's an unusual attribute of oil. All other liquids can combine with each other. And when you combine them, if you want to have uh, grapefruit orange juice, so you mix them together and you have a new thing. It's not, it's not orange juice, it's not grapefruit juice, it's some kind of combination of both. But oil does not get mixed in. You can't really create if you know you're, you're, uh, you have your olive oil inside of your uh, salad dressing. You mix it up, it stays together for a moment, and it comes right back out. When we keep the Torah, as we'll see as the measures continues, when we keep the Torah properly, so we don't get mixed up, no matter what. When we are true to the Torah, to our the essence of who we are as Jews, so then we can't we can't get mixed up with the with the non-Jews. Another aspect of this: When you mix up two kinds of liquids, you don't know which one's on top and which one's on bottom. Oil, no matter how many times you mix it up, not only does it separate, but where does it go? Who knows on the It goes above. So to our forefathers, and I'm not sure exactly why the Medrash says it specifically in reference to them, but it's true of us as well. When we are doing the will of God, so then God places us higher than the nations of the world and the, the idol worshippers. As the verse says, that it's in Dvarim, chapter 28, verse 1, Elion God will place us above the nations of the world. So this is why the Jewish people is compared to a beautiful olive tree and, and, and the olive oil. Because, number one, as we saw, we go through trials and tribulations, but it produces an amazing result, a positive result to Jewish people. Through our trials and tribulations, we are redeemed and we become closer to God. And second of all, we remain separate from all of the nations of the world. Unlike all of the other fruits and vegetables and, 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 and fields that exist, oil is unique. And it's represented in the Mishkan. Again, back to the Mishkan, because that's the Parsha. It's represented by the oil in the Mishkan that we light, and we light that light that we have, as we'll soon see in the Medrash, in the third section, shines out into the world. Let's see the third section of the Medrash. Dabarachar, Zayis Ra'anon, another aspect. Zayis Ra'anon, we are referred to as a refreshing olive. Although the Chsiv Yefein Eivin says Kol Aretz, 
the Pasuk in Tehillim refers to the beautiful Yifei Noif, this beautiful place, the one that is praised by the entire land. Mao Yifei Noif, what is the concept of Yifei Noif? L'shon Yivani Karnakalanimfi. In Greek, so we call a kala, a, a bride, a nymphi. The word knife is connected to nymphi. Who's the beautiful bride? That is the Jewish people. We are the bride of God, as it were. We are the one that God manifests through. That's the concept of a bride. Mesais kala aretz, the joy of the entire earth. What's the joy? So here we're talking about the Beis HaMikdash, we're talking about the Temple, we're talking about the Mishkan. There is this specific joy, something special about the Beis HaMikdash, that when a Jewish person would enter into the Beis HaMikdash, he would, ha- he would lose all of his sadness. Why would he lose all of his sadness? person would go into the Temple, he would be full of sins. He would bring a korban, he would bring a sacrifice, and his sins would be forgiven. There's no greater, you know, we go through Yom Kippur every year, but we don't know if God forgives us. We don't know if we did a proper tshuva, if we repented properly and God forgave us. You go into the base of God prescribes, this is, the, this is what you need to do. This is the order of things that need to be done in order to be forgiven. And you're going to be a tzaddik and be righteous. So there's an amazing promise. You walk into the base of English and you come out. You know you're righteous. You know you've been forgiven. That's the power of the Beis Hamikdash, the power of the Mishkan, the power of this temple is that the Jewish people walks out in incredible joy. What an awesome experience! Now, what does this joy lead us to? And that's the the final section of the Mandrash. Ksiv Bitzor. Interestingly, when it comes to the city of Tzor. Tzor, it says, Tzor, atamart anikli lasyafi. You, the city of Tzor, say that you are so beautiful. Now the measure is medayik. Atamart, You, Tzor, say this, the Pesach is saying. It's something that you yourself say, but nobody else says it. No one else views you as you view yourself. Of course, every city thinks that they're beautiful. Every country thinks that their way is the right way. The Western culture thinks that their way is right. The Islamic culture thinks that their way is right. You know, but who's the one that ultimately everyone praises? Aval Yerushalayim, Jerusalem, which represents the Jewish people, which represents the Torah, which represents the the Maimed Har Sinai, the revelation that God gave through the Torah at Sinai, at the mountain of Sinai, which is eternalized in the mountain of Har Hamoriyah. Yerushalayim, Akol Aimim Shivcha. Everyone says how beautiful Jerusalem is. In Eicha, the prophet laments how Jerusalem was destroyed and says, is this the city that everybody said how beautiful she is? Right? But everybody says, when Jerusalem, when Yushalayim is Ketikuna, you have a Beis Hamigdash, a temple, you have a Sanhedrin, you have the Jewish people, the Kimitziah and Teitzei Torah, out of Jerusalem is coming, the words of Torah, the instructions of God to the world. Right? When that's going on, how beautiful it is. All of the nations acknowledge that. All the nations will acknowledge that in the very near future when Mashiach, when the Messiah arrives. So, wait, before we get to the second half of the Pasuk, the first half of the Pasuk is saying, we're understanding that Jerusalem, the, Har- the Harabais, the base Hamikdash, the temple, is something which all of the nations, Misa Iskala Aretz, everybody praises. 
Everyone sees the beauty of Jerusalem. Everyone sees the beauty of the Jewish people, as we'll soon see. Everyone understands that this is the place. This is where it's at. What is that place? The Mount of, of, of Zion. What does it mean? It's a place where the, the sacrifices are brought. As we just said, when a person brings a sacrifice, he's cleansed of his sins and he becomes a pure person and now he shines out into the world. That's what we're going to see. What's the concept of Yarech? A, a thigh? It's Yerech HaMizbeach. We refer to the, the, the korbanists, the sacrifices that are brought on the altar, on the Yerech HaMizbeach, the thigh, as it were, of the, of the Mizbeach, of the altar. The Kach Nemer Zeis Ranon finishes off the Medrash, this beautiful, beautiful analogy, and says like this, Zeis Ranon Yefei Pri We referred to the beautiful, the sweet, the refreshing olive tree, the olive oil, just like the olive oil brings light into the world. The temple, in a spiritual sense, brings light to the entire world. Why? Because we walk in there sad and we walk out joyful. We walk out cleansed. There's an awesome spiritual light that is emitted from us when we purify ourselves in the Beis Hamikdash, in the temple. The nations will go, they will be, they will be led, they will follow the light, they will look for that light, the spiritual light that is shining out from the base Hamikdash, that is shining out from the Jewish people. That's why the Jewish people and the base Hamikdash are referred to, the temple, the Mishkan, the Jewish people are, are in this respect one aspect which is the shining light, the beautiful shining light of the pure shaman, of the pure olive oil that is shining out into the entire world with their faith, with our faith, with our reflection of God in the world. That's why God says to Moshe, they should bring to you this extremely pure so special, such a special thing, this Shemen Zayzach, this pure olive oil. Because the pure olive oil is that which represents the light that shines from the Beis that shines from the Jewish people, that shines from us because we have purified ourselves. And I'd like to say that there's this wrap up of the Medrash connects back to the first part of the Medrash as well. Because there's a purity that comes about as a result of our submitting ourselves, of admitting that we've done wrong, that we've, that we've sinned, that we've steered ourselves away from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And there's a purity that we gain through that, and there's a purity that we gain also through the trials and tribulations that we go through as a nation. The tshuva comes about, it can come about in different ways. It can come about by our own volition, by us actively seeking to to do that which is right, to change ourselves, to bring korbanis, to bring sacrifices, that we show our remorse through them. But it can also be, in a certain sense, forced upon us the tshuva, through the challenges, through the difficulties, through the nations of the world, sending us around like the olive oil, like the olive, 
which produces its oil. But ultimately, it's the same point. That beautiful light is produced. That greatness, that shine, comes out from the base Hamikdash, from the Jewish people, that shine, which all of the nations see and wish to follow and to emulate as well. I want to bless you and ask you to bless me. Hashem should help us to be able to recognize this awesome concept, to be able to recognize that our challenges are ultimately for our good to become greater people, and to be able to recognize that there are other past, past to, be, to become great, to become connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, through our tshuva, through our active seeking, seeking that which is correct and good and represents our relationships with Hashem. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.